0: Hey, everyone in! Let's go! Huddle up on three! One, two, three! Huddle up!
1: No one, and I mean no one, comes into our house and pushes us around. This is your game now, gentlemen.
0: calling this the save. The words that D.C. fans have been waiting to hear since 1974. The Washington Capitals are the 2018 Stanley Cup champions. Oh, wow. In your life, have you seen anything like that? Welcome everyone to the Huddle Up podcast. Please welcome your hosts, Jim, Dave, and Sean. And the only thing else I got to say is, how about this guy? Yeah! 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 One. Welcome to the Huddle Up podcast live here on our Facebook page. We're glad you can join us here on Wednesday, January sixteenth. Uh, we took the week off unexpectedly last week, but we're glad you can join us. Uh, this week we have tons to talk about, including the final four players on the move, and where does the clapper go? But uh, but first, make sure you check out the sponsor of our home network, which is NGSE Sports. The sponsor is Alicia's Pillows and Things. You Make sure you check out their Facebook page over at Alicia's Pillows and Things, where you'll find home decor you will not be able to resist. At prices anybody can afford there, you will find pillows and stools featuring your favorite sports teams. You'll see sets with kids' favorite cartoon or movie characters and much more. You will get full body and neck pillows as well. Make sure you go to NGSCsports.com, find the Alicia's Pillows and Things tab on the homepage and place your order. Again, uh, our home network, ngscesports.com we're glad to be with you here on a Wednesday night again. And, uh, apologize about last week when there's no internet in the studio, it's kind of hard to do an internet show. So, uh, again, we apologize for that, but make sure you're following along with us on social media. If you're, uh, on our Facebook page, watching the live video, make sure you just give the page a like, give the video a share, get as many people in here as possible. Uh, you can also subscribe to us, uh, on any podcast, uh, whether you're an Android or, uh, Apple, you can also, uh, check us out on Twitter at huddle up podcast. I am uh, at Big Gym Sports and Dave is at Huddle Up Dave. Um, again, if you're following a long live video, give it a like, give it a share, get people in here uh, and talking about it. Uh, I think Dave is with us. I'm not 100% sure, but uh, Dave, if you're on the line, give us a hey. How you doing?
1: Hey, man. man. We are hanging here, <laughs>
0: Uh, Dave you're a little you're a little muffled there but I'm gonna uh, hang up on you give us a call back uh, and get back on the line maybe having a little bit of trouble there um, so call back in uh, but obviously uh, this week there's a lot of stuff to talk about we have uh, the division weekend uh, this past weekend that wrapped up the NFL is down to its final four teams and uh. And then, of course, we'll be getting ready for the Super Bowl. There's some players on the move, and uh, yeah, there's there. It's it's a lot has happened since the last time we talked. Um, and we're going to try and do this uh, in rapid fire once we get Dave back here on the line. Of course, the New England Patriots dominant this past weekend. They're headed to their ninth straight AFC Championship game. Uh, that, that I mean, it's absurd and, and to look at a team that uh, no franchise in the NFL. Has uh, has won. Uh, well, there's one team, obviously, won six in the in the Steelers. Then, of course, you have the Patriots, 49ers, and Cowboys who have won five. Uh, Tom Brady could win as as many Super Bowls uh, or more Super Bowls than all but one franchise uh, if, if the uh, Patriots can hold on here. Um, and I think one of the crazier things that, that that came through this playoff year, we didn't get a chance to talk about it uh, too much last week in previewing the divisional weekend games. Was the fact that the NFC East uh, sent two teams to the NFL's final eight, the NFC's final four? Um, I, I'm still not sure how that happened. Uh, obviously, the Eagles, the defending champions, and then the Cowboys, the NFC East uh, champions this year. And the fact that that you had the two of those teams out of that division um, it, it is a little baffling. Um, of course. You know the Cowboys beating Seattle, the Eagles beating the Bears uh, on the uh, on the double doink herd around the world, um, and it just it was one of those situations of of youth. I, I was terrified that uh, the the Eagles' magic was happening again this year, and uh, thank God it didn't. But uh, you know h- here we are, and you know for as for as bad as the NFC East looked throughout the year, and and for as. Much as even I criticize it, we've criticized it here on the show throughout the year. Um, the getting four team, two teams to the final four in the NFC is 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 pretty impressive for that division, and it shows you how how good the competition usually is there. And and just as we talked about throughout this entire season, the, the there was there was never, I mean, obviously now looking at it, besides. Uh, the teams at the top but, it, but there was never one team that, that really seemed to uh run away with it i mean the cowboys had beaten the saints the ram the bears had beaten the rams uh you know the rams gave the, the bears a fight the eagles beat the rams i mean there was always teams battling back and forth and there was always kind of this dogfight that was playing itself out both in the afc and the nfc but then to see the uh the eagles and the uh and the dallas cowboys you know, make it to that point and make it to the final, uh, the final eight teams in the NFL, um, you know, shows you that even when you think that division is down, um, you know, it's, it's, it's not as far down as, as you think it might be. So, um, you know, an an impressive work there and, 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 you know, we'll touch on here in a little bit, um, what could possibly happen, of course, with Nick Foles in the off season, and uh what could happen with Jason Garrett the Dallas Cowboys head coach um you know for me as, as much of a critic as I've been of Jason Garrett uh I, I i think the guy probably earned the right to come back next year um now Scott Linehan on the other hand the Cowboys offensive coordinator uh i would love to see him not back um with the uh with the Cowboys that would that would be something that would make uh that would make my day and make my world a lot happier because i think the, the really the root of uh of a lot of the Dallas Cowboys problems uh have been Scott Linehan and have been with the offensive play calling um so you know and 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 Jerry Jones was very was very quick to uh to say that there wasn't going to be a lot of wholesale changes with the Dallas Cowboys uh Steven Jones who's also in the Cowboys front office kind of uh, backtracked on that a bit. Um, so I I think that's going to be a storyline to watch, uh, not only as the rest of this, uh, playoff year plays out, but then the early portion of the, uh, of the NFL off season, um, with the, with what exactly is going to happen down there in Dallas. Um, again, I I would not I would not be upset, uh, to see Jason Garrett gone, but I would also, uh, i i I also think based on the fact you went from three and five you bring in amari cooper everything changes you you rattle off seven out of eight to close out the year uh and you win a playoff game you start what looks to be a blowout this past weekend and you find a way back in the game you find a way um you know to it to at least make it look competitive you at least made it look like you somewhat belong there and uh and and you ended up making it somewhat of a closed game so um, as, as much as I'm not a Jason Garrett guy, uh, I, I, I have to think that, um, you know, he, he, he probably earned himself a, uh, a, an opportunity to be, be, to be back with the Dallas Cowboys at least for next year. So, um, again, a storyline to watch. Uh, I think the thing that, that probably blew me away, um, in, in that Cowboys game, um, is the fact that it wasn't Todd Gurley. It was C.J. Anderson. It was C.J. Anderson that shredded the Dallas Cowboys. How that happened, or why that happened, is... I, I, I I truly don't know. I truly don't know. Um, or or could have envisioned or couldn't figure out what year it was that CJ Anderson was the guy that, uh, that shredded the Dallas Cowboys, but CJ motherfucking Anderson, um, out there running like a Mack truck, uh, over what was a pretty good Dallas Cowboys defense. Now I think some technical glitches aside, I think we have Dave back on the line. Dave, are you there?
1: I am here. I think I don't know quite what was going on there, but uh, I think we, I'm here at the moment. So we got you. And roll.
0: We got you, and you're a little bit clearer. The last time I heard you, it sounded like you were talking through about seven pillows. So uh, while we got <laughs> maybe you, maybe I was. Well, I'm, I'm not here to judge, man. This isn't a video call, at least as we stand right now. Um, let's uh, real quick fire off a question here, Dave, and, and it's one that that I I think I, I think I heard it on uh, Golik and Wingo uh, on Monday morning. What is out of the the teams that lost this weekend, the Eagles, the Cowboys, the Colts uh, and the Chargers, which one do you s- foresee being a better team next year? You know, like a- as we're sitting here today, like is is there one of those teams that you could say they're 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 trending in the right direction despite um despite what happened this past week?
1: So um I I think uh, I think I really like the Chargers given their defense and the young offense um, offensive components that they have with uh Gordon and uh, Bosa. Um, but I, I, I think you have to pick um I think you have to pick the Indianapolis Colts. Um just given with Andrew Luck and um he, he's got a lot of young components. He's got the line that's uh, I believe mostly intact next year and uh trending upwards. Um granted their stats were were definitely overinflated given the fact that, uh, they had some pretty weak scheduling. Um, but I think that given how they, they finished the year in the trending, they're probably the the pick out of that group that you have to take.
0: Yeah. I mean, obviously what they did starting, you know, what was it one in six and making the playoffs and, and, and Andrew Luck returning to form has to be a, a really positive thing f- for that franchise. Um, you know, I for for the Eagles, uh, you got to wonder what's going to happen with the quarterback position, and and you know, Foles is is likely gone. I, I would be shocked to see him back in, in in Philadelphia because he wants to be a starter, and I think he's made that clear. Um, I, I I'm curious to see, and I, I was saying it while while you were uh, while we were getting you back on the line is, um, I don't know what this off season is for the Dallas Cowboys because there's there's buzz that, you know, Garrett could be gone, Linehan could be gone, they could both be back, and everything is kind of the status quo, so I, I can't sit here and say, um, you know, that that the Dallas Cowboys are in a good position going into next year. I mean, it, it, you know, you were you rattle off seven out of your last eight, you know, you win a playoff game that a lot of people, you know, didn't have you winning, you know, there's a lot to be hopeful for, um, but, but I think it's going to depend what 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 plays out and for the chargers um you know i i guess there's possibility that that rivers isn't back you know if he decides to retire i don't i don't know what's going to happen there obviously have a great um did he went did he win a playoff game i forget uh he did he did uh which you were correct about um but the thing i am happy about is i don't have to see his whiny bitch ass in the super bowl so uh, i am happy about that um you know, so you, you were right. I, I I don't, I don't think we ever named stakes on a, on a bet. So, um, I I think I get to to skirt any responsibility, uh, with that one. Um, but, uh, but no, I mean, they, I, I'm the, but that, that was a tale of two teams really. I, I don't know if it was the Ravens were that bad. The Patriots were that good. The chargers had a great week and then an off week. I don't know exactly what happened. Uh, to the Los Angeles Chargers uh over the two week span. Um but it was it was definitely their a...
1: coaching was a coaching was absolutely freaking atrocious in New England. I mean the key to beating the Patriots, any NFL fan knows the key and that's getting pressure on on film and you didn't call a damn blitz until the midway through the third quarter. Like what the hell is that? You've got a blitz. Period.
0: Yeah, yeah, you can't you can't let uh you can't let that offense do what they want to do because you see what you see what happens uh the patriots made it look far too easy um and the uh, and the top 4 teams the two top 2 teams from each conference uh, have moved on the wild card teams are uh once again uh haven't found any ultimate success uh i think this is what i, I heard 7 or 8 years since a wild card team has has made it to a conference championship so um you know the, it's it, kind of to tie it back to college football, you know, you, the, you, just because you have a bigger playoff, and again, I'm a proponent of a bigger playoff, but just because you have a bigger playoff doesn't mean you don't end up with the, with the top teams. And uh, since we didn't get to mention it last week, uh, holy hell, it was Clemson just uh, that much better than everybody, and uh, some people didn't know about it. <laughs> Uh, putting an absolute drubbing on Alabama. So, again, congratulations to the, uh, hamburger eaten Clemson Tigers, uh, for, uh, for winning the, uh, national championship in uh, what was a drubbing of Alabama. So, Dave, um, Clemson and the over, baby. Clemson and the over. Yeah, that that if you if you played that, you uh you had a good night. So let's go uh to the two games this weekend. Let's go to the first one uh Sunday uh at three oh five on Fox. Uh this one indoors, so you don't have to worry about weather. Uh the number two uh, seed in the NFC, r- the Los Angeles Rams traveling to the number one seed, New Orleans Saints, who are a three and a half point home favorite. Um the over under on this one, 55 and a half. Um, man, can I? And, and I'm not, I'm, I'm truly not trying to, uh, to be the, like, the, the rub it in guy because Saturday night was the, uh, was, you know, the, the bummer, the letdown, you know, the, the, the big, the big, well, that shit just happened uh, when it, when it came to the Cowboys. But I really, truly thought when the Saints missed that field goal, that would have put them up nine, that we were getting this nightmare. What the hell is happening? How did the Eagles end up here uh, in the NFC Championship slash possibly Super Bowl again? So thank God it's over. I, 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 I've, I was almost happier that the Eagles lost than I was that the Cowboys beat the Seahawks the week prior, just because it was finally over and I can enjoy what is going to be the final three meaningful NFL games of the year without having to worry about who wins and, uh, and whatnot. So, uh, Rams at saints, Dave, um, man, this one, both of these games are going to be great. I, I really do think. And, I am I'm, I'm I'm gonna I think I'm gonna lean with the Saints, um, a, a, as as the winner here. I think they're gonna win the game. Um. I I, I think it, I think it's only gonna be by three, so I'm gonna to take Rams with the points. I think this game is gonna be kind of uh, a back and forth. Um, the Rams obviously I think had a better offensive output this past week. The um. You know, but you know the 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 Saints found ways to win, found ways to make plays when it was time. Um I hope they find a way to 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 tackle CJ Anderson though, but um I, I do. I like the Saints here with the home field advantage. Uh in terms of in terms of the over under, um I, I think I'm probably going to hit the over here. I, I think it's it's it, it it's the NFL. You have two high powered offenses. Um so you might as well let them roll again in the dome. So um, Rams Rams cover the points, uh, Saints went out right, and head to the Super Bowl, and I'll take the over.
1: Pretty good analysis there, Jim. Uh, I just have one question before I reveal my pick on this, much anticipated,
0: of course. Of course. Um,
1: who was my preseason Super Bowl champion for the record?
0: Was it? The, I think it was the Rams over the Chargers, right? Because I know it was the All-LA. It was. It was the All-LA Super was. Bowl.
1: I'm not straying from it. It's gotten me this far. So um, we're taking the Rams in the, the mini upset here. Um, I, I th- This is more a, of a play. Um, I think the Rams' vulnerability is their rush defense. And I think they're going to be good enough that they can slow down Drew, Drew Brees here with some of the rushing and other techniques that they have. Um, but I think that they're going to be able to score at will pretty much with their the run against the Saints again, just my intuition and uh, thoughts. I really haven't dug into this game too much, but uh, three and a half for the, the Rams seems a tad high here. Um, I, I don't know if I will play this or not. Um, I do like the Rams in a tease piece this week, cause that would take them up to the nine plus range. Um, but I, I, I like the Rams in the over.
0: Yeah. I mean, if uh, like I said, if the, if the Saints don't find a way to slow down that that rushing attack, and and, and I don't know what the status on Todd Gurley is going to be, uh, obviously this past weekend it was he was in the game, but but it was it was all C J Anderson, and he made what was a what was a really good Cowboys rush defense. Um, look, look, I mean, just absolutely abysmal. I, I said all throughout the year that the Cowboys offense didn't deserve the defense. And unfortunately that held true, but in a, in a completely different way, uh, on Saturday because the offense did their job and the defense didn't. And, and, um, but I think it's, it's a credit to the Rams for, uh, for just absolutely finding ways to exploit. Uh, I don't know if, I don't even know if it was a weakness. It was just, how how do you tackle CJ Anderson? I mean, the, the guy, the guy's like a faster William the refrigerator Perry for God's sake so um, hopefully the Saints find a way to find a way to do it to slow, slow them down somewhat but yeah if they if they can't do that maybe it does get out of hand um then let's go now Dave to uh, to Sunday this one uh, of course uh, the late game 640 um, on CBS it is uh, going to be very cold uh the high on Sunday currently forecasted uh, for Kansas City to be 20. Uh, the overnight temperature fourteen, but I um the, I think there there there's been some uh some buzz that could have been even be even colder. Uh you could have wind chills uh below zero around kickoff. So um there was there was a, a great quote from uh from Bill Belichick. They asked him about the uh the weather and he said we're happy to be in the championship game. Schedule where you want, we'll be there. And of, of course in his uh, boisterous and excited manner uh, that only Bill Belichick has. So uh, they're not afraid of the cold. The Chiefs aren't afraid of the cold. Uh, it's going to uh, look like football. And and for the people there uh, who aren't drinking, it's going to feel like it. Um, the number two Patriots at the number one Chiefs, uh, who are a three-point home favorite, the over-under 56.5. So uh, the lines on these games are very similar. Um, now, and I will say this, even though I'm picking the Saints, my ideal uh, if I had to if I had like which game would I would I most want to see uh for the Super Bowl it would be the Rams and the chiefs um and I, I will also say that it it doesn't matter who who gets there at this point it, it's it's I'm just gonna kick back and enjoy it I have nothing against any f- four of these teams so um I'm, I'm I'm actually just going to be able to enjoy football from here on out so um but in, in in the same time as much as i think obviously um with the noise and the the fact that new england has not uh, they've lost three straight road um afc title games i believe is the uh is is the stat there um it, it, it it's it's hard to bet against them they they looked like World beaters and 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 again, I don't know if that plays into uh, what the Chargers didn't do, what the Patriots did do. Um, you know, the, the the Chiefs look spectacular against the Colts team again. Was was that because the Colts were inflated or not? Um, I, there there was so many storylines and and factors in this game that, that that absolutely um make me love this one so much. So uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take. The Chiefs, I'm going to take the points and I'm going to take the under because of the cold though. Um, And, and, and the fact that, you know, New England's defense got at Phillip Rivers um, and made him bitch about every play and a half. I think it was on average and the cold and the chiefs defense, um, which was a unit that, you know, many people, myself included said was no good. Um, they they came out on uh, on s- this past Saturday and absolutely shut down what had been a red hot Colts offense, and uh, that that surprised the hell out of me. Um, that, that that they were able to do what they did. So you know, if the Chiefs if the Chiefs can do, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say that they they will be able to in this one. Um, what they did on Saturday night from a defensive standpoint, get at Tom Brady. Um, and 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 frustrate him um i think you're i think you're gonna find that the chiefs are in good shape, so chiefs uh and the points but the uh but the under on this one for me
1: man i thought you were going with film there the way you started, but uh, <laughs> uh you know i ain't taking him so uh i i think this this chief's team um has a a really legitimate offensive chance um i haven't been high on this uh test team all year and they uh they got in by, uh, quite frankly, have playing in a really good situational spot with the, the Chargers coming uh, East two weeks in a row. Um, I think that this, this more so I think Andy Reid's going to sense that this might be one of his last opportunities potentially to get that ring that puts him um, from probably a top 50 coach to potentially even a a top, uh, top 15, top 10 coach um, with a Super Bowl title. So I think he's going to, have a little bit extra motivation and game planning on that. And there is a ton of talent on this ball, on this uh, Kansas city team. Uh, um, They should feast with the short slants and stuff in the middle against uh, new England. So uh, I I'm taking Kansas city. I'll lay the, I'll lay the three if I have to, but I think we're going to see two and a half on this one before some point this week. Um, And I think you have to lean towards the under given the, the weather conditions but i'm not in any hurry to do so if that makes sense so uh give me the Chiefs for sure though all
0: right very good dave uh, a couple more and this one's going to be a little shorter than normal um obviously over the next couple weeks we'll have uh plenty of prop bet things to talk about um there's going to be coaches on the move players on the move and, and whatnot but um you know this one this one is a, is a lot about the the, the two title games but Nick Foles likely not an Eagle uh next year. Um an impressive run to say the least, a unforeseen run for sure, uh coming to an end. And the the big question is where does he land? And is there a team, Dave, that that you can say um, you know, bring in Nick Foles now? And, you know, I I know all this stuff. He's a, he's a career backup. He's struck gold. And I, and I, and I really think people are going to realize just how magical this situation was when Nick Foles goes somewhere else. But is there a team that, that could bring him in and potentially we'll say potentially potentially benefit greatly from bringing in Nick Foles? Is there, is there a team that, that he can make better next year?
1: What about the New York football Giants?
0: Wow. Um, that's one of them. Um, I got to think a team like Miami or a team like Jacksonville could bring him in and be better. Like I, It, it still boggles m- my mind. Jacksonville is apparently talking about Flacco from what I've heard. Oh, I think that's a bad choice. I think that, Al. I mean, again, not that I think Foles is going to be that much better because, again, I I think what he did in Philadelphia and what he did winning a Super Bowl and uh, the Super Bowl MVP and then rattling off this series of wins this year, I think is, is miraculous because, again, the guy is a career backup and just, I think, the stars aligned and Mercury was in retrograde and all of those things, um, you know, contributed to, to what we Let's saw.
1: See. This, this 10 game stretch or whatever it is that he's on literally just took him from working as a financial advisor to make him 5 million in the NFL next year. Probably.
0: Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And that's why, I mean, the guy should absolutely cash in, absolutely cash in because he's earned it you know, regardless of what I think is going to happen when he goes somewhere else, he has absolutely earned this opportunity to go and he wants to be a starter. He went from, you know, a a year ago, year and a half ago, contemplating retirement to the guy wants to go out and get a starting job. And there's teams that can use him. Um, Again, you know, I I think a Jacksonville, Miami and a Giants, depending what decisions they make. I mean, or hell yeah I mean go to go to New York be a backup and and the funny thing is you're you're gonna have you're gonna have Eli Manning start the year and after a bad game or two you could have a fan base that is wanting you to to, to bench Eli Manning for Nick Foles I mean it it's 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 stuff you can't really even make up like until it actually happens so um I, I'm gonna say he's gonna end up in Florida, either either Miami or Jacksonville. Um but again he's he's earned it, man. He he
1: What about in uh Washington covering for uh uh what's his name, Alex Smith. I mean that could be an interesting fit too.
0: Man, that's a good point. That is a great point depending what happens. 'Cause cause even even if Smith is back and and you know by all accounts they they they, they said he he should be one hundred percent recovered. Now, is that week one? One hundred percent recovered. Um, and and is he going to come back or is this a, you know, I'm I'm pretty much lucky to have my leg sort of a situation. And and he, and he writes off. So, um, yeah, <laughs> it, the, it's, there's there's potential two NFC East uh, landing spots for Nick Foles and. You know, I in in a weird way, Dave. As we're talking this out, I almost want him to end up at one of those teams just to see how the Eagles fan base would react to it if if Nick Foles brings a division rival into uh, Lincoln Financial Field. And and I mean, obviously, at first, uh, they they would salute him. In Philadelphia, um, does handles returning stars extremely well uh, in the pregame, but it, but it would get, uh, it'd get real fun and interesting after that, I'm sure. So, um, and just, just two quick college football things, Dave, uh, to talk about two, uh, notable transfers, uh, announced this week, uh, Brandon Wimblish, a, a graduate transfer, no, no surprise that he was leaving Notre Dame, uh, the landing spot came out of nowhere. And also, I didn't know this was a thing, and and, and I don't is I saw I want to say mid to late last week there was an article that said Penn State was the betting favorite to land Brandon Wimbush. Is that is that really a thing? People are, I I guess you can gamble on anything when you're gambling on where a college student is going to transfer to. That that's a thing.
1: I mean, if, if you have inside information and you want to get coined down, why not? I mean, if you knew that he was going to sign with Penn State or, or uh, wherever the hell he went, UCF, yeah, he and is. you're getting – I mean, hell, even if you know you're if you're a winner and you're going to get a dollar on your $5, why wouldn't you take it?
0: I suppose – I just I, – I, that that struck me as odd that I never really thought or imagined that, that people bet on where guys end up. But, yeah, Brandon Wimbush transferring to UCF, and then Jalen Hurts – uh the the back of quarterback at Alabama announcing today that he is a graduate transfer and he'll be heading to Norman to the Oklahoma Sooners um who obviously have a quarterback void there and i, I think that's the, the the big message um in in both of these transfers is you have guys that uh are ready to play uh that obviously weren't going to play at their previous school and um they went to places that have have immediate openings at the quarterback position because um, whether or not Mackenzie Milton is the is, is going to play football again isn't the question. It's it's will he be ready for week one and I don't think he will be. And for Jalen Hurts obviously going to Oklahoma, Kyler Murray leaving for the NFL or the major or major league baseball uh, that's a developing story, so uh, keep keep your eyes to our social media for that as we try and keep track of what exactly. Uh, I mean, he's declaring for the NFL draft, but uh, is it a leveraging point uh, or is he actually wanting to go to the NFL? That remains to be seen. Um, you know, but but for Wimbush, you go somewhere where it's it's a team that's notable, that's that's made obviously a lot of noise on the national scene, but you're going to go and play an easy schedule um and, and you probably have a chance to start week one and for Jalen Hurts you're going to be able to compete for a starting job there in a uh in a conference that doesn't play defense so it, it's it's good good scenarios I think Dave for for both of these guys um to to go and, and give themselves an opportunity to to pad some numbers and, and try and get into the NFL
1: yeah I agree I mean both of them were more likely not going to see a lot of playing time this past year and both have uh done some decent things in the past uh obviously hurts is is a proven winner and uh um granted some of that comes on an easier schedule but uh you know it's it's amazing what these kids will do to try and get a chance at the next level and i i really can't uh can't knock them for trying
0: yeah and 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 obviously you know with uh with lawrence at at clemson facing two more two more years i don't know like that's great for him i think that's Bad for anybody who has to play Clemson in the next two years. Notre Dame, not next season, but the following, good God. Um, I think Clemson already put up 10 in that game. Um, but, uh, you know, an, an interesting thought uh, came out of came out of the fact that, you know, he has to play two more years before he's NFL eligible. You have the Alliance of American Football starting in two weeks um or in three weeks you have the x f l starting next year you have potentially another league with like ricky williams and a group of other uh XFNF, n- x f n f and x n f l players uh starting up a potential third off season or n f l off season league what are the odds and i'm not even just saying for for uh for lawrence but what are the odds Dave that that in the in the coming years you see these guys that would have probably an opportunity to get drafted by an NFL team but they're not eligible yet do you foresee any of these guys going well I could go play in these leagues for a couple of years and then go NFL eligible you know when 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 I, when I can go there or do you just see college being the, the the better option
1: so it's all going to come down to the money i mean you offer uh you offer lawrence uh 13 million dollars first year see ya you know what i mean I don't, I don't know what the the max is for number one pick type of thing but if you're going to make five million more and you can do it two years sooner um someone's going to make that jump at some point um it, it's all about the money though in my eyes
0: yeah and i think it's gonna it's gonna hinder the and, and depend on the success of these leagues so obviously, this year you weren't going to see it. The leagues primarily made up of uh, ex NFL players or guys that that never made it to the NFL that were college standouts. Um, but if if there's success with these leagues, um, and uh, the AAF released their full season schedule, uh, we posted that to our social medias, uh, Facebook and Twitter earlier today. Uh, that you know that. And the exciting part about it too is is you have football that's going now until April. So, um, starting in February, going through April, that's exciting because there's more football to watch. Um, and then of course the XFL next year. You know, it's, I think it's going to come down to the success of these leagues and uh, and just how much um, they they can they can pay. And yeah, like you said, man, money's money. And you know, for for some of these guys, they 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 want to get out and they want to get pro. So. Um, it's, it's, it's not something that anybody has to worry about this year, but, you know, come next year, you, uh, you never know what might happen. So, uh, Dave, is, is there anything else you want to add this week or or are we just going to put this thing, uh, put this thing in a package and mail it off and, and, and get ready for some, uh, NFC and AFC championships? I
1: think we're going to get ready for, for some, uh, football. I mean, this is the last weekend that there's two NFL games for 9 months or something like that, so Crazy. it's a little sad. Crazy. Um we got we got to come up with something though for you and I props versus each other, something ridiculous. So, um we'll figure something out and come back next week with some of those, but uh we'll we'll see what happens and go from there, but we should have two excellent we should have three excellent football games in the NFL the rest of the year, so uh sit back, relax and enjoy. Catch you later, folks.
0: All right, Dave, we'll uh we'll talk to you next week, bud. Uh, make sure you're following Dave uh on Twitter at Huddle Up Dave. You can follow me at Big Jim Sports. But the, the 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 big thing and, and we want to get the social media pages rolling uh bigger and better each and every time is Facebook.com slash huddle up podcast. Twitter is at Huddle Up Podcast and uh, we're proud to bring it to you. Also make sure you are following along with our uh, home network, NGSC Sports, and their sponsor, Alicia's Pillows and Things, you'll find uh, stools, pillows, neck pillows, and uh, and home decor and much, much more featuring your favorite sports teams, kids' favorite cartoon characters, movie characters, and much more. Head over to ngscsports.com. Find the Alicia's Pillows and Things tab on the homepage. Place your order. Let them know we sent you. Have a great week, folks, and uh, enjoy the football. Two great games coming up this weekend. One more important one after that. And uh, then we're going to have some off-season stuff to talk about and, uh, and the Alliance of American Football. So we thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting us as always. And until next week, stay safe, stay smart, and go for the win.